0: Hey, what's up? Matt Franco here. And this is Eric Dittleman, and this is Mind Over Magic. Woohoo! We've got a fun show today. Uh, I got a threatening voicemail that we're going to talk about.
1: Can't wait to hear about it, buddy. Are you, on, uh, are you on TikTok at all? I got a TikTok thing.
0: I am on TikTok, but uh, don't use it a lot. Me neither, but I think you'll appreciate it anyway. And let's talk baseball. That's back too. It is a little bit, right? Yeah, sort of. It, it's, <laughs> it's as back as it can be, I think. <laughs> you know, we
1: we almost ended as the song ended on that.
0: Yeah, I don't. I think it's fine. I think uh, it is. It yeah, is. I think we're timing it well, and it's leading right in, and uh, people are going to be excited about uh, this this episode. I know I'm excited uh, because we're trendsetters, Matt. Did you know this? <laughs> Tell me. We are trendsetters. Like, you know, we started this podcast about a month ago. This is our fourth episode. And then just nipping at our heels, all of a sudden, Michelle Obama has a podcast. Wow. (laughs) So I don't want to say they're necessarily related, but it does seem like a coincidence, doesn't it? Like maybe she got wind of how successful we were in just three episodes and was like, you know what? We need to match how well that podcast doing and i'm gonna does she does she have a theme uh well right now i know it's exclusive to spotify and our first guest was uh her husband barack obama so mm. oh wow you know, oh, it's, it's guest driven yeah yeah i haven't listened to it it's in my to listen to category of podcasts that i'm catching up on but i'm just mm-hmm. saying it's uh, the, the timing of it is amazing
1: <laughs> absolutely well no i mean she she called me and said listen would you guys be offended so I didn't want to tell you because I knew you'd be cool with it. So yeah, I didn't want yeah, to say anything. Yeah. But yeah, Fair I enough. told her, don't even worry about it. She'll have us on right. probably next episode, I think,
0: because we were so original with this idea of starting a podcast. So it was just—it's just weird when someone else starts one. Is what I'm saying. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> but you know, I don't—I don't hold a grudge, to be honest.
0: <laughs> What's going on with you? Uh, well, I mean, uh, I, I woke up to a very strange situation uh, just the other day. I, um, uh, this was very bizarre and I want to hear how you would handle this. So oh, no. <laughs> I, I checked my phone when I woke up. Uh, I was sleeping in a little bit because, you know, what is time during the pandemic anyway? <laughs> <laughs> who, who knows? Who sets clocks? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I woke up and there was a voicemail. There was a voicemail on my phone and I went and listened to it. And I kid you not, this is the message. It says, uh, Dittleman, if you call me one more time, I'm coming after you. Do you know who this is from? No. is a number that I've never called before.
1: <laughs> is it a prank call from a friend if you had to guess?
0: No, it was not. I could tell from the tone.
1: All <laughs> right. He I'm, was I'm...
0: legit angry. All right. Person. Listen,
1: yeah. I, I think you do decent impressions and everything. However, I'm a little offended... That we didn't get to hear, well, this is a podcast, we don't get to hear the voicemail? No,
0: no, 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 because I don't what? know the guy. Oh, because we don't, don't know want, who it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. it could and, be a, and is that like a... I don't want to, you know, yeah, put him on the air or whatever it is. Yeah, is, there, is that like illegal? It could be, who knows, let's avoid it. I think it. you
1: own that now that he recorded it.
0: Yeah, but let's avoid all the legal things just in <laughs> case. <laughs> what do you think we are, Michelle
1: Obama? You think they're going to come after us legally on episode 4? Come on. I don't know. We're not
0: married to a, like a lawyer who became president. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. All right. Uh, wow. So how would you handle that? You get this threatening voicemail.
1: The person is threatening saying if you call me one more time, they're coming after you. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Which is false, because you don't believe you're calling this person.
0: Yeah, I've never called this number. Mm -hmm. I won't say there's a wrinkle that I've received calls from this number before.
1: Missed calls. Yes. Missed calls, no voicemails.
0: Correct. First time it left a voicemail.
1: I feel like there's a slim chance if I heard the voice, I might be able to say that's so-and-so. Maybe it's someone, maybe you and I both know.
0: Someone I've never met. I didn't know How do you know? Someone I didn't know.
1: Cause I'll, tell you, d- I'll tell you how
0: I handled it. <laughs> I'll you t- looked it up. <laughs> no, even better. I called back. <laughs> you called back. Wow. Yeah, because I, I had an idea of what I think was happening. And I'm curious what you would have done in the situation. Do you have any idea why this occurred? I have no idea why it would
1: have occurred. Um, mm-hmm. Let me give you one example. So uh, every day, every year on my birthday, I get missed calls. Mm-hmm. I get a bunch of calls with these crazy voice messages of someone singing happy birthday. You don't even know this, but you're one of the people who does it. You call me and leave me a voicemail, and it has some voice singing happy birthday in like a crazy, silly voice. But, but
0: it's not my voice.
1: It's not your voice. And I get the it's same my exact number. M- it's your number. It says Eric <laughs> Dittleman calling. And I get the same phone call from about 20 people. Okay. and then i and every year it gets me and then because i'm like why am i missing all these calls all at the mm-hmm. same time they happen all at once yeah and then i realize it's a, a friend of ours that somehow is able to do that they're able to make it seem like you're able to, someone's calling you when they're really not it's a crazy technology hack thing
0: yeah that, so uh, you're onto something here so this is what i suspected it was from day like the moment i heard this voicemail which is why i called back right so okay. um uh, So I had been receiving calls from this number over and over and just figured it was a telemarketer or whatnot and ignored it every time. So then I figured, wow, I've never called this number. I wonder if this number who's been calling me has been getting the same thing from my number over and over and over again, right? Because that would Mm -hmm. explain the message. Mm -hmm. So I literally called him back (laughs) and the same voice picked up. And before he even got to like, say anything I just explained everything I go yo dude I've never called you before I've been getting tons of calls from your number I assume you've been getting the same but I'm being honest with you I've never called you this is the first time I've ever called you to respond to your voicemail you left but I'm pretty sure what's happening is something called ID spoofing. So phone spoofing is a technology, right? So you can take, you know, telemarketers can take other people's phone numbers and use that as a a masking technique so you can't backtrack the telemarketer, right? Mm -hmm. So I think the guy was getting masked calls with my number and got so pissed off he decided to call me back and yell. So I was just like, Hey, I've never called you. I just want you to know that I would, you know, I'm getting your calls as well. I think the best course of action is, since I don't know who you are, and you don't know who I am. I'm never gonna call you again. Why don't we just block each other's numbers? <laughs> wow, like, but how
1: did he know your name?
0: I'm. That's what freaked me out. But then I realized I think it's probably just in my voice message.
1: Oh, interesting. Right? Or so he looked.
0: Think- or he looked it up too. You know, like right, use right. some directory. Although I think I hopefully taking myself off of most of those directories yeah yeah but i i mean it's in my yeah it's in my voicemail so he definitely had it (laughs) so i wasn't suspect about that because
1: he had called you and heard the
0: voicemail. (laughs) yeah exactly exactly so Mm -hmm. the guy was very understanding after that he's like yeah i think i know what you're talking about and uh yeah that sounds good uh yeah that's that's a bad bad situation on both ends and then that was it sounded like a tough guy though huh yeah, he was a tough guy. I was a little shaking, like when I called him back, because I mean, the message said specifically, "Don't ever call me again." <laughs> I, I,
1: I, I'm pretty sure I would have just blocked the number. I, I, you asked what I would do. I don't think I would have called it back. And I'll tell right. you, I certainly would have done what he did.
0: Yes, <laughs> you would never. Have called-
1: I would never would have aggressively called no, if, no. if that were happening to me. I would have just blocked your right. number and that's it.
0: Well, I was hesitant too because I know with some of these spoofing things too, if you do like pick up, it like lets people know that you're a real person and then you can like get targeted for a scam. But the way that voicemail was left, I knew that was a real guy who was like really pissed off. So I, I felt a little better about calling his actual number rather than that spoofed number. But I right. just, boy, was that a weird moment to wake up to, I'll tell you. <laughs> so strange. Yeah,
1: yeah. So strange. So that
0: that's the exciting life that I'm living during quarantine.
1: <laughs> that's great. I love that
0: exactly exactly
1: what else is there to do i mean I, I don't even know what i've done in the past week i had a pool day probably gonna do another one of those today wow i worked on some stuff but like yeah. the days just blend together
0: can you talk a little bit about your um after we recorded last week you took a trip to the shop
1: i did yeah. i did i mean without um,
0: revealing the secrets you went to tom your builder's shop and saw yeah. some stuff you're working on
1: yeah, I've been in and out of there quite a bit. I've got several balls in the air on things that I'm working on, uh, mostly for the show, things that I think I'll be able to do on stage at some point. And wow, it, it's a slow process, even when you're not doing anything else, even when everyone's available and you can be building and working and working on the presentation and rehearsing. Now, some of the props are actually right here behind the camera because I have rehearsal space right here. Um, I'm having a fun time doing it and some of it's very promising, but until you get in front of an audience, who knows? Well, I had a couple right. of, uh, friends over a couple of days ago and I, I, showed them some of the things I was working on and boy, does it feel good to perform for real people again. I mean, it was just two people that <laughs> yeah. I know, but you can you can't practice psychological things without a human in front of you.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You that, know, that's but, the difficult part, but, uh, yeah, but one, it's a real rush. It sounds positive that uh you know you're keeping your hopes up that you will return to stage, so that's good <laughs> well, of course it's just a matter of when twenty thirty three
1: or twenty thirty four <laughs>
0: absolutely i don't I, I the truth is I don't know yeah. when but uh yeah, that's good to hear, and it's encouraging that you can actually have real people as opposed to as you were talking earlier episodes, the void or or this ties it nicely to uh what baseball is doing. <laughs> Have you, seen, yeah. have you watched any of the baseball that was back?
1: Not a single one. I saw a clip or two of Fauci's pitch, but mm-hmm. even that, I, I haven't really. Uh, right. I haven't gotten into. it. I'm not a big baseball guy. Yeah, but um,
0: I understand dude. there are no no fans. Is that what's well? Going? There's cardboard cutouts of fans. That oh, it's so the, weird. It's so funny though. I mean, well, there's some good ones like. Um, uh, the Dodgers had a cutout of a comedian who had passed away, Brody Stevens, who was a huge uh, Dodgers fan. So that was a nice little tribute. But, like, mm-hmm. I watched the Red Sox, right? So in the monster seats, they just have all of these, like, players or whoever bought. I don't know how the process went, but there's just, like, cardboard cutouts of real people like that can just, you know, cheer along or whatever or pretend to cheer along because <laughs> they're, right. they're also piping in, you know, crowd cheers. So you hear that at like, home? Yeah, so it sounds like uh, a crowd is. I wonder if they hear it in the ballpark, too. I mean, to hopefully get them amped up. Oh, But, so but I just want to say, we talked about me in the movie Celtic Pride, uh, I think, in episode one, where I was so far up during the filming of the movie, I was sitting next to a cardboard person. So I'm just saying, again, trendsetter. <laughs> yeah, you were at the <laughs> forefront of that. I was practically. I've been a cardboard person, essentially, sitting yeah. on the stand.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, football canceled preseason. That's all I know so far on that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It just I, I don't un- don't understand like how the athletes can you know get pumped about the games without the fans too. And I mean, it's you know, got to be a
1: whole different environment.
0: Yeah, my Red Sox aren't doing too well without fans, it seems, too. <laughs> so. Yeah, I've heard that. And was
1: it the Marlins that kind of had the breakout, like 18 players, something like that?
0: Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that's the thing, too, is they can't even contain, you know, the, this virus. So, I mean, yeah. everyone's kind of putting themselves on risk. And uh, it it's pretty wild to, to just go out there and be like, well, my job, I guess I'm an essential employee to go and hit a ball with a bat for yeah. people's entertainment.
1: Speaking of viruses and infectious diseases and all of that, I saw a really funny meme today, yesterday,
0: mm-hmm. who knows?
1: Yeah, it's um, all one. It's
0: all now blended you, together.
1: You've made some jokes on Facebook and so on and things that maybe w- would have had a, like a political slant. And like, really, you're just making a joke, right? Yeah. And we've talked about this right, where yeah. like you didn't mean for it to be, like it was. you weren't even taking a side. You were just making a joke.
0: Right, absolutely.
1: Um, that's how I took this one. And uh, it's not something I'm not taking a side or agreeing or just, but I thought it was actually really funny. So uh, I don't know much about Bill Gates, but um, I mean, he's probably some kind of genius or something based on his reputation. What I do know of him. And obviously he's been very vocal.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, let's start with what you do know about him. (laughs) (laughs) Windows. (laughs) There you go. Microsoft has a lot of money. Yes. End of list
1: well no because the the other thing i think the most prominent thing like currently is that he's been vocal about infectious diseases
0: sure absolutely right and yeah. sort of
1: been kind of a talking head on some of those points and i did see a funny meme uh that said it had a picture of him and it said something to the effect of again it's humor but it said sit down bill you couldn't even prevent.'" windows from getting viruses
0: oh yeah 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 people have been comparing him to like uh, what was the bad rollout windows 98 or 90 i don't even know i'm not a windows guy but (laughs) me neither i mean
1: ever since i switched to mac i've never had problems but i mean i always used to have problems it it was just so funny because it was so prominent for them to get viruses so it definitely was a, a funny play on words to me but i mean I'm willing to bet he knows a heck of a lot more about viruses sure. than I do. So I, I don't mean it as a, a dig to him by any means. Yeah. Cause I know he might be listening, you know, who knows? I yeah, mean, I know. He him might and start a podcast. M- Michelle. <laughs> him, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> him and Michelle are probably like together listening to this right now. Yeah. So. Obviously. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: they could have written that review we read. it. On- <laughs> <laughs> that was probably bill it yeah, was so well so. yeah it was probably him well it's funny that like he keeps coming up because that's definitely a talking point and all these conspiracy theories that are getting so much light because I, a lot of them are forming because we just don't have a lot of answers right and mm-hmm. you know the quest of science is can change as it gets more uh, information in but there's just so it's, it seems more conspiracy theories are getting more attention and i don't know if that has to do with social media or whatnot But uh, it definitely reminds me of back in uh, high school, I did a paper about conspiracy theories. Uh, And it was, uh, you had to research a a subject. And uh, I decided, I was just fascinated by conspiracy theory. I I researched the moon landing conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. And then halfway through the research paper, because it wasn't actually about writing the paper. You're writing a paper about the research process. Uh, and I guess it was a little too narrow that my teacher then had me change to make it a little bit more broad. So rather than just the lunar, you know, moon landing conspiracy, he was like, why don't you do all, you know, broad conspiracies? And that's when I knew I was getting too close to the truth because he had me change subjects. Wow. i <laughs> <No>, just kidding. <laughs> but well, I'm curious ahead. if you know uh, if like what your favorite conspiracies are, the ones that you think might be true or you know, what's your favorite that you're like? This is definitely not true, but it's just fun to think about.
1: I, I'm not a conspiracy theory person at all because right. I, you know, how hard it is to keep
0: a secret. Oh yeah, absolutely. And yeah. now
1: you're talking about, you know, hundred even if there are hundreds of people involved that have to keep that, which is not that many right. on the grand scheme of yeah. things. They all need to keep one secret. Right. That's getting out like right away.
0: Yeah, we know. Like even with a small magic crew like it's hard to keep you know a secret
1: It's impossible. <laughs> no one can keep their mouth shut about anything. I mean, yeah. so the idea of a conspiracy theory mm-hmm. in general to me right. is a, is a little bit flawed, but they're right. very uh enticing, right? The whole right. idea of a Conspiracy theory is sexy to everybody. Right. And that's what draws them in.
0: And they want some sort of logic behind it. And sometimes things are just random and don't make sense. And it makes you feel better when you can connect the dots, right?
1: <laughs> or, yeah, yeah, just thinking you connected the dots. Like, even though there might be holes, in, you know, it's like a magic trick. Right. You know, oh, well, you must have put it in your pocket. Well, there's right. a lot of holes in that theory as to why that's not how it's done. Mm-hmm. But you feel better now that you feel right. like you have the answer that you're comfortable with.
0: Yeah. And I think it's even more ripe today just because of all the uh, amount of uh, mistrust in facts that have been kind of brought up in the media and fake news and all that stuff so people are trying to find whatever the truth is but it's just been so muddied throughout so they're like all right why why not have uh you know this idea that lizard people are running the government <laughs> or whatever yeah the the, uh, <laughs> the latest one is all these all these little you know annoying uh you know does this drug work does it work does it not work all these little trafficking rings you know all of these things come up it's just like all right we need to think occam's razor here sometimes the simplest explanation is the right
1: (laughs) right to me it just seems so clear when it comes to scientific stuff just follow the majority of science i i'm not any smarter than it i'm not a scientist but i'm just like cheating off the right person i'm looking right. at the scientist paper you, you know what i mean like expert, if you, right yeah if you just follow what <laughs> the majority of scientists are saying not this one outlier yeah outlet that because there's always going to be the
0: one that maybe is doing it for political reasons personal reasons fame reasons or whatever uh, yeah. or they just had bad scientific techniques and that's why that science should be a peer-reviewed process and it's allowed to change, like I said, as you get more information. I think that's what people aren't grasping as well, is that it's like, oh, they're flip-flapping off this idea. It's like, yeah, well, they had one idea of what it was when this first started, and now they're shifting gears as more information came in. As you learn. Uh, Yeah, as you get information, and I think that's okay. It's just you gotta find out what those sources are and trust the sources, and then be like, well, the majority of people agree there's probably a reason why. You know, it's, it's so simple to
1: me. I mean, you had a different microphone when we started. Yes. You believed that to be good. Then you switched.
0: I flip flopped like, actually. Uh, <laughs> you're
1: allowed to, but you're allowed to flip flop. That doesn't mean like, oh, he said he likes this mo- microphone. Now he likes this one. Well, no, you, you had things you learned and then you said, okay, I'm going to try this one. I mean,
0: well, I, I didn't tell you the real reason I did switch was because I believe my USB microphone was sending signals to the aliens. So is that right? I just want to it? make sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure whatever we're broadcasting goes out. I've seen the movie Contact. I think that was a documentary where uh, where aliens can hear our radio signals even though I'm pretty sure this is all just zeros and ones and it's stored locally. <laughs> on the I, I, internet. I'm just ready
1: to I'm just ready to believe you at this point. I'm ready bring on the conspiracy theory at this point. I try not to think the world is ending, but at the same time uh, I feel like I should clean out my garage or house for when the aliens move in. So <laughs> That's how I feel. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What's um what's the um what's your, do you have a favorite one? Do you have a favorite uh, I like the John Oliver one that he's mockingly always trying to pitch is that the Olsen Twins are really just one person moving back and forth. <laughs> really Yeah. <fast>. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow, I don't know if I have a favorite. I mean, that's funny, the Olsen twin one. Anyone that's like sort of celebrity yeah. related and, and also easily proven false is always funny to me. Like so-and-so is dead.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know what
1: was actually a good one for me? Mm. I don't know. This was what I heard as a kid that like I always, I always, this is so dumb. Oh, I, love I found this. it. I found it intriguing though. So I don't know. Did you ever watch The Wonder Years? Yeah. Okay, there's supposedly a reboot coming. That's unrelated, but apparently there's a uh-huh. reboot of Wonder Years coming.
0: This is a weird um, fact. I believe I played uh, tra- Fred Savage's character. Uh, is that yeah, that's yeah? Fred Savage was the lead, right? Kevin Arnold. Kevin Arnold. I believe I played him in a, like a short one-act play in high school for like some oh. one-off thing. That's <laughs> awesome. I don't know what it was even at. It wasn't at our school. It was like an off-site thing, and I was like, "Why is there a play of the Wonder Years? And why am I in this?" I, the whole thing was a blur.
1: That's great. No, I love that show. You know, it's funny. To me, like the show Doug, the cartoon, mm-hmm. The Wonder Years, yeah. and Boy Meets World, which was uh, Fred Savage's brother, they're, those yeah. are all the same show to me. Well, they're all good. You know, one's animated, right? Yes.
0: But really, the conspiracy theory you're going to talk about there's Doug was like live the... action, and they just painted over it in real time. Conspiracies. Doug...
1: Doug and Kevin Arnold both had like a hippie sister. There's a lot of parallels or like Uh, the mentor teacher, Mr. Feeney. And then Kevin Arnold had a mentor teacher. There's always there's a lot of parallels. But anyway, that's not the point. Right. The point is the conspiracy (laughs) that I heard when I was a child that Paul Pfeiffer, who is the best friend. Yeah. Character. Sure. uh, And I couldn't tell you the actor's real name. Mm -hmm. uh, But Paul Pfeiffer, the character that played him, later became Marilyn Manson.
0: Oh yeah, I've heard of this one. Yeah, I've and heard And I
1: could see why. <laughs> Looks yeah. wise, I could see why. It's
0: the similarity, right? It's kind of reminds me of all those um like the historical memes of the celebrities that have not aged, right? So you'll find a like Nicolas Cage or Keanu Reeves but in a historical photo and they're like in civil war attire and they're like oh, yeah. they're vampires. And it's just the right, right. similarities between, you know, the face. But, but you know, I do think maybe anti-aging does occur with certain celebrities namely like paul Rudd, who hasn't aged a bit since he was l- little but um, there are but quite not a to few the extent not to the extent of historical photos
1: yeah for sure No, that is true though how do, i don't know how people do that do they use aloe on their face or what i don't know what it is probably a hair transplant and uh some kind of skin care right yeah
0: i know just <laughs> even like looking back to like it's hard to watch some of my like the early agt stuff that i was doing because i just look so different now (laughs) i feel yeah same here same here i mean even just
1: looking at pictures from five six seven years ago i'm like like i I almost had baby fat like i was like Mm -hmm. pudgy like i was like oh my god i was a whole different person looking and i didn't know that at the time very strange yeah
0: the um the the Marilyn Manson one. I thought you were gonna go with uh, something about, you know, the celebrities being dead. You were talking about that I was Yeah. I
1: was gonna say that too, like Macaulay Culkin, yeah. there was rumors on that.
0: Well it's anytime someone just posts on Twitter too, they're just like so and so is dead and everyone just believes it, right? And then it's like the person chimes in and it's like, No, I'm alive. But um but being a Beatles fan, I got really sucked into I wasn't alive during the time when it was at the peak of the conspiracy, but the Paul is dead. Stuff, right? So as I was learning about the Beatles growing up, like I went back through, I was like, oh, if you play the record backwards, they say. Paul is dead. They replaced Paul McCartney. That's amazing. And then, like, all the little subtleties in the Abbey Road cover where they're like, oh, you know, he's wearing all denim. So he was the the grave digger. And, you know, Paul's got the cigarette in his mouth like he's, you know, being executed. It's like I love the like the creativity that people have to like come up with this stuff. But it's just like. Again, you're connecting dots that don't need to be connected.
1: Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. You, you believed he was dead or no?
0: No, I was just fascinated by the conspiracy, right?
1: A lot of people still think Elvis is dead. It's nuts.
0: <laughs> well, I got news for you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really, really good. Uh, I think, though, it might be time for your favorite segment. It is
1: my favorite, actually, so yes. Of the podcast. Diddle Bring me it in. This.
0: Diddle me that. Will Eric end up stumping Matt? Riddles. And again, we got to thank my brother, Mark, uh, for recording that awesome jingle. Uh, so thank you, bro. Uh, but I got a short riddle for you this time, Matt. Okay? Okay. Ready. So I'll, I'll say it as many times as you need. The more you take, the more you leave behind... What am I?
1: The more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I?
0: I like that you sang it. It's like a, a little jingle now. <laughs> you just were so inspired by our riddle jingle. <laughs> I was jealous of Mark. Um, the more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? And I intentionally did a different riddle than the type that we did last time, just so that you weren't on the same you know, train of thinking. Train of thinking? That's not the phrase. Train of thought. <laughs> Train of thought. Sure,
1: <laughs> they both work. Uh, I, I will say I don't know the answer, but I feel it feels very familiar. This riddle. I mm. feel like I, I feel You've like I it. may have heard. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, going back into the bank, see if I can get some long-term memory here. Uh, the more you take, the more you leave behind.
0: Hmm. Talk it out. Talk your process.
1: I don't even want to say what I'm thinking. Already. No, I want hear it. <laughs> I don't want to say it. All right, I can. Uh, the first thing I'm thinking of is like you know, don't take any crap from anybody. The more you take, the more you leave behind. But <laughs> like I don't a, think the answer is take.
0: Po- you take crap and then you leave it behind <laughs> after you're done.
1: <laughs> I don't think I'm going down the right path with no, that one. Although def- there's some logic. Not. There's some logic there. <laughs> Um, you're,
0: you're thinking metaphorically, like if people are giving you a lot of gruff, or yeah. gu- guff rather, then you're going to project that back into the world.
1: Well, I'm thinking the word take has to have some sort of double meaning. Uh, when mm. I was in second grade, we learned about a, a fictional character, I believe, called Amelia Bedelia, who took everything the wrong way. <laughs>
0: you, you believe fictional with a name like Amelia Bedelia? <laughs> <laughs> Are you not familiar with Amelia Bedelia? No, I I mean, I don't know the specifics, but I've definitely heard of Amelia Bedelia. But you you think of a family was just like, oh, our last name is Bedelia. We might as well name her Amelia. And then you're like, oh, this is a real person. (laughs) And I'm not sure it could be fictional. I'm a little kid. Can't tell the difference. (laughs) Well,
1: Amelia Bedelia visited my classroom. Okay. (laughs)
0: Wow. A popular book
1: celebrity came to your classroom. Yes. Yes. Mrs. Shields class. Um, (laughs) And she looked a lot like Mrs. Shields. (laughs) No, No, she she had her friend. I knew
0: it was Amelia because she was wearing a name tag that said Amelia Bedelia. (laughs) No,
1: she had a friend come in and play the role of Amelia Bedelia. And she did even tell the class afterwards, this is not the real Amelia Bedelia. This is my friend or sister or whoever it was. But so the (laughs) whole bit with Amelia Bedelia, which I actually loved, it was a really cool thing for a kid. But like. You'd say, uh, take a seat mm. and she'd like be like, Oh, you want me to bring it out into the hallway? She'd misunderstand everything. Right. Like
0: I got gotcha. you.
1: Not sit down, but let me take this chair somewhere. And there were a million of those in every book. That it's was like the whole bit. Taking
0: things super literally. So uh, like in Drax in the new Guardians of the Galaxy movies, where he he doesn't have any you know he he takes everything at surface level. That's his whole character. I, I, I
1: don't understand the movie reference, as you right. probably could have assumed. Right but we'll get more into that in a, in a I, little bit. I'm
0: just saying Amelia Bedelia became Drax, a muscular dude that's a superhero.
1: So like Lex Luther, Lex Luger. <laughs>
0: right,
1: right. <exactly.
0: laughs> I I don't know who Jax Drax, who is
1: that? Drax. That's the character? Yeah, yeah. He's played Fictional? by da-
0: Dave Batista, the wrestler. Yes. They're oh, it good. is a wrestler. They're good they're good movies. Yeah, you would like them. Anyway, um, <laughs> back to the riddle. So, yeah. so you're thinking there's another word for take.
1: Yeah, that's what I think. Take. Take means something else. The more you take, the more you leave behind. Now, maybe I already thought behind had another meaning, which went to the crap <laughs> reference. Um, By the way, there's
0: people that definitely know this riddle that are screaming at their listening devices.
1: Michelle Obama is going crazy right now <laughs> in her house. She's like, Barack, you're not going to believe this. Brock. he doesn't I, know this one.
0: I know the riddle. I'm pretty sure that should be by the way the presidential test. You know I mean there's the whole talk about the cognitive stuff. There should at least be some riddle solving to become president. <laughs> That's what I'm proposing. I did
1: I did take a look at the cognitive test by the way. Did you look at it? I did. Yes. And the five words that you had to memorize at the end?
0: Yeah, not the ones that, you know, our president spouted out because he was literally just calling out things he saw within camera distance
1: no but it is so easy like i think i actually remember the five words that were on the test that i saw right well like it's not it was, something
0: you should brag about because it's no. just checking to see if you have cognitive abilities it but was anyway. face
1: face velvet church right. uh and then one of them was daisies and then red like that that was it right. and that was, that was probably a week ago that i looked at it
0: right and it's not and i'm bragging it's not- <laughs> It's not impressive for me because, you know, I actually, like, study memory techniques and, like, do lists of 30 random words and so forth. Oh, yeah. Sometimes more successful than others, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> in a well, performance can do 20. Setting, it's tricky. Yeah.
1: I, you know, we both have yeah. a, an interest in that, you more yeah. so than I, but, I mean, I certainly have an interest in it, too, but it's, uh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. The, back the more to, you
0: take, the um, more yeah. you leave behind.
1: I keep changing. I'm bragging about that cognitive test because I'm failing this one right now. <laughs> exactly. The more you take, the more you leave behind. Yeah. Hmm. Well, what do you leave behind?
0: That's a good question.
1: Is is it, is it, uh, I'm trying to think, is it something, you know, this sounds like, like the one, the riddle where like the answer is newspaper, something about it's the most important thing in the world one day and then doesn't matter the next, the newspaper. I'm saying that wrong, but there's something like that where it's like,
0: Last time we Uh, talked about how I don't like these metaphorical kind of like, I'm just going to describe something with flowery language. This one actually makes sense. There's logic behind it, which is what I like. I'm also having a hard time figuring out a way to give you a clue because it's so short. I don't want to just to give it away. Mm. Um, But and again, I also gave you the hint that it's different than that that riddle we did last week where you have to make an assumption. This is literally, you can take it very literally
1: like a physical object as opposed to something
0: um I don't know if it's physical per se but tangible. there is a concrete answer
1: but it's not a tangible item like the answer is not coins.
0: Yeah, it's the it's the take a penny tray. You got it. No. <laughs> <laughs> the more you take from the take a penny tray at your local convenience store, <laughs> the more you leave behind.
1: The more you take, the more you mm. leave behind.
0: Oh, this might be a good clue. Uh, you did say earlier you're going down the wrong path. Uh-huh. Their clue is path. <laughs> directions. Mm-hmm. Maps. <laughs> I'm going to take I'm going to take your directions, but I'm also going to give you some directions. <laughs> Path. You know, equal the opposite. It's like when you're working with a director, right? And you get notes from the director. You always want to give your director notes right after to see how they're doing as director. This, this riddle right now, this could take us into next
1: week. <laughs> It'd be really torture if you just left me hanging. I know you're going to tell me the answer if I don't oh, get no, it. Oh, no, no. I'm never going
0: to tell you the answer. I'm always going to lead you to the answer. <laughs> all right. All right. Because I want you um, to have that self satisfaction of getting it. I appreciate, but man. That. I love that the littlest riddle so far has taken us the longest. I think so. Yeah, this, is, this has been the hardest one so far. <laughs> and you, and the fact that you said, "I think I've heard this before," makes it even. You better. know what it is? There's
1: there there are no limitations on it. it mm-hmm. Like. like It's so open in my mind right now as to what it could possibly be. There's no multiple choice. Is there multiple choice?
0: No, there's no multiple choice. Uh, What do you do down a path? Walk. Yeah. Cool. Gallivant. Mosey. So think about those words, and the more you take, the more you leave behind. Steps. That's it. Footsteps. The more footsteps you take, the more you leave behind.
1: Oh, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man. Wow,
0: you look so disappointed.
1: <laughs> well, I I think there's an issue with this riddle.
0: You think there's an issue? Is
1: what is the answer? Steps or footsteps? Footsteps. You don't take footsteps, you leave footsteps. You take steps. Oh, okay.
0: I I can see where you're uh, arguing with that. So steps could work.
1: Yeah, but, but specifically you don't leave behind your- steps. I don't think I think it's a flawed riddle.
0: Oh, I see your argument here. All right. Well you take you can take a footstep though. Like take think about dance moves. Those are all footsteps you take.
1: Yeah, but you don't leave behind steps. So you know what I'm saying? But no,
0: no, no. If, I'm still using the same word, footsteps. You take footsteps when you're dancing and you leave behind a footstep. You
1: memorize the steps in a dance. Uh
0: that's shorthand though, for some footsteps.
1: I don't know. There was a dance place, a dance studio. Oh, please tell me. <laughs> Well, no. I was just gonna say near where I grew up, and it was—I think it's still there—called High Steppin'.
0: Yeah, again, Steps. it's uh thats a nickname on a. Uh, it's not
1: footstep. If I ask any dancer. Right, no. I, which is, I will after this, by the way, because I'm I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna let this go. <laughs>
0: of, of the dancers I know, you definitely you know you learn steps, but it's short for you can learn the footsteps to a dance. Yes,
1: I'm gonna let's we gotta get an answer on this.
0: If you are a dancer, you can contact us at mindovermagicpodcast@gmail.com at gmail dot com and tune in and let us know who you think is right with this riddle. Does Matt is Matt right with it? That is a bad riddle, or do you think it's a good riddle like I do? And Matt just is upset. That he got stubbed.
1: I, I do have a couple of uh, a couple of friends coming here uh, later this afternoon. One of which is a trained dancer. So
0: now who's a bragging? professional, a
1: professional dancer, <laughs> and I will get an answer to this within hours. Wow! I will get a yeah. I will get an opinion at least.
0: Well, I'm gonna say this was your hardest riddle, even though you know I I mean, it's been a riddle that's been around for a long time. You said you even heard it again. Or heard mm, it's it flawed. It's flawed. <laughs> But regardless, we got the riddle, so... Diddle me this, diddle me that, will Eric end up stumping Matt? Riddles! Yes, I sort of did. Such a sore loser on this one. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> not very becoming of me, but come on. I memorized the five
0: words. That was not the riddle. <laughs> so, you're on, uh, you're on TikTok. I'm technically on TikTok. I've never posted anything on TikTok.
1: That was my next question. Yeah, I'm not. I got to say, I got to say, I'm not big into it. Some people Mm. really addicted to this thing. They go on it for a long time or they're posting daily, but mostly watching, you know, yeah, yeah. that really watch a lot of it. Um, It's popular with
0: the the teens and the the kiddos, as they say. So that,
1: yeah, that leads directly into this. So I saw a video of uh it was a tiktok of my uh, teenage teenagers teenage girls maybe i don't know how old they were maybe 15 and they were listening to music don't ask played. me
0: i wouldn't be any help <laughs> you wouldn't be able to
1: estimate the age no, no way no. um so, <laughs> which is not as creepy as it sounds no, that, that you wouldn't yeah. be able to know their age but <laughs> i know what you meant cuz i was here for the previous episodes if yes, you're hearing exactly. this Wondering what he means. You got to go back. Yeah. Yeah. To the gold of episode two and three. Now hear
0: how bad that sounds.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, and they were listening to music and they played, and maybe this is a trend and I just saw one, but Mm -hmm. it seems like everything on TikTok is a trend. They're all kind of doing the same things or versions of it. Did, Did you know this?
0: Yeah, you like can mimic other people's videos, right?
1: Yeah. So maybe other people are doing this too. But anyway, so two girls listening to music, and it was all seemed to be huge songs, and it was all from early 2000s and very famous music, like instantly recognizable to me. I imagine to you too, right. uh, whether it's the style of music you listen to or not. There were Destiny's Child songs, but like their biggest hit or two, "Say My Name" or whatever. Usher, mm-hmm. Nelly. Uh, 50 Cent in the club, in the club. You know that right. song. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I know. And that
1: one. they were the 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 object was they had to sit there and say whether the object was they had to say whether or not they recognized the song. Not a single one did they recognize.
0: Oh, okay. Now
1: maybe it was fake, but they're all just sitting here, and this monster hit, the number one song of the year, comes on, and they just sit there shaking their head, like like almost like ew.
0: Well, I think I have to stop you. The number one song of what year? (laughs) That's the thing. 2000,
1: 2001, 2002. It was all when I was in like middle school, high school.
0: Teens, obviously, they're not going to be alive when these came out and they've never heard them, right?
1: I I guess that's true. If they were born in 2005, yeah, I guess there's a chance that, you know, maybe they never heard this stuff. I don't know, because I've heard songs before I was born, you know, from the 80s and things like that. But anyway. Uh, the anger in the comments was insane. Now, I don't know if this was fake or real, the video. Maybe they were just pretending because it really was like jarring that they hadn't even heard. The look on their face for both of them was like, what what the heck is this? I would never listen to this was kind of the look Mm -hmm. on their face. But the comments were, and we all know how like YouTube comments and things like that are, was just, I mean, this was a super viral video. So there were tons of comments and there was Mm -hmm. so much anger and like almost like, I don't want to use the word violence, but just like anger and hatred towards them for not being aware of this music. Yeah. And then I wondered, is that how people feel about me when it comes to my depth of ignorance with movies?
0: (laughs) Well, it's funny you bring that up because I definitely seen similar types of videos where, you know, teens or whatever are watching uh, a famous movie clip or a TV show for the first time. And they're reacting in real time, and it's like they're having similar reactions. Like, what is this? How how could people say this is a you know a beloved movie or show? And you know, people again in the comments are like, "This is what I grew up on. How could you not know and see the brilliance of it?" Or it's like it's like you know someone who loves Star Wars showing Star Wars to someone for the first time, and they're like, "Well, I don't get the appeal." And you're like, "What? What are you talking about? You know, that's yeah, the best, you know." So so i definitely can sympathize but but it it's funny to just think it's like wow really people aren't understanding someone else's perspective what a world we live in you know
1: it's <laughs> very I, common I, these days i walked it looked so bizarre which is probably why this video was so viral and i walked into it watched it being very skeptical like oh they're just this is a gag right right but and and here's what when you started talking about movies just now i'm thinking well in order to watch Star Wars, you could just happen to come across it on a channel and start watching it. But usually, when you watch a movie, it, it's an active process where you choose to mm-hmm. watch the movie you're about to commit two hours of your life to.
0: I think. Right. Yeah.
1: Music uh, was something that used to be heard kind of incidentally, whether you're in a store, in an elevator, mm-hmm. or on the radio. You're in the car you're driving, comes on the radio. However, now that I think about it, that has since changed.
0: Yeah. The it's all on demand
1: yeah the radio is much less popular people are more likely to seek out the music that they want to be listening to it's not just being pumped into their Mm -hmm. fm radio anymore so maybe it's very likely that they haven't heard these songs at all i guess
0: absolutely that's what i'm saying this is probably a very innocent video they're not you know trying to just act and play along like you were saying but like for you know there are ways to discover music but again it's going to be narrowed down especially with like algorithms these days you know if you're listening to pandora they're going to find similar matching songs to the ones that you like and you can discover things that way but if it's outside of your genre your normal listening or if it's again before you're born like i don't i can't picture myself now like if i was just growing up now being like well i'm gonna turn on the late 90s early 2000s radio station just to hear what's on right
1: (laughs) right (laughs) like i think
0: think that genre although like you know kind of the alt-rock grunge scene maybe is what i think when it comes to the 90s but yes like like you know when i was growing up i would always listen to the classic rock station because my parents would have it on and that's why we learned these classic rock songs and they became beloved uh but like i can't just picture be like oh well i'm gonna put on you know early 2010 just to hear what those (laughs) classics are. (laughs) Right, right.
1: No, it's so true. And it's funny, you're right. Even if the video I saw was fake, I bet you it stemmed from something real. So there probably was a real Mm. video and now people might be recreating it in right. a fake way, to, to quote-unquote go viral. Sure. So much of what we see is like reenactments and things right. on uh, social media. Right. Well, I know that's
0: TikTok's model, too, is to like really, when something gets popular, everyone also wants the views and see what their take on that popular video is, right?
1: We see lots of fake pranks and things mm-hmm. like that, I think, right? I mean, I feel like, yeah. I like to think that I know what's real and what's not, but I think it is hard to draw that line. I don't know. Right. I don't even know how I feel about that, like, because... You know, when reality TV first became a big thing, there was sort of that um resistance to it from people saying, "Oh, this is fake, this is scripted," but like it, it became right. a huge thing. So when you see these reenactments of pranks that are aren't really the original and aren't real, mm-hmm. um
0: what do you what do you think? Um yeah, I think there's going to be skepticism. I think there's always going to be the opportunists opportunists, yes, mm-hmm. that are trying to uh, capitalize off of whatever's popular. So I think that's always, whether they're doing it legitimate or not. But it reminds me of the one TikTok video I do love. Did you see the cat phone one?
1: <laughs> no, I don't think I did. So,
0: okay, so I don't remember what movie it's from, but it's very, uh, a quick scene from, uh, someone's getting a call from like a an embassy or whatever. They pick up the phone and they're just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they hang up the phone and they go, the queen is coming. But then so many people mirrored this because the first one that got viral was this lady did that whole scene reenacting it, but instead of a phone would pick up her cat and hold oh the cat up to their face like it was a phone. And then everyone's like, that's funny. And then there's just a slew of string of videos of just people doing it with more bizarre ways to hold the cat, more bizarre looking cats, multiple cats at the same time. Oh, my
1: God. It is delightful. <laughs> cat videos cat videos tend to be delightful. They
0: will always win the internet, cat videos. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> How can in you fact, not like cats?
0: In fact, we're changing the podcast name to Mind Over Cats. <laughs> cats Over Magic. I was just going to say, <laughs> hey, why
1: not Cats Over Magic?
0: <laughs> mind Cat Magic. There we go. We <laughs> covered <it> all bases. <laughs> <laughs> Cats That's over good. cats. <laughs> <It's a> cat <laughs> well, that was already a Broadway play called Cats. Yeah, so yeah.
1: <laughs> we're we're gonna get sued again yeah. now by the guy who left you the voicemail. Who we, <laughs> I'm trying to broadcast, <laughs> and by Cats, which every all the Broadway stuff is closed, so they're looking for uh they're looking for the easy money.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, I, have, I haven't posted anything on TikTok. I did claim my handle just so that it didn't get snapped up. But are you you concerned at all about like the security issues that came out about TikTok? I'm not really, I've heard a little bit about it, but
1: I'm not super in tune with what exactly they claim to be tracking. Um, right. I'm, I mean, I have an iPhone. I'm pretty sure yeah. someone can know where I am. I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm like comfortable with that. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't think I have a choice.
0: Right. Tying this all back to conspiracy theories. There's all the people that are saying, you know, you know, they're tracking us. They want to do implant microchips into our bodies with the, the covid tests and everything like that. And it's like, yeah, just as you said, you're you're worried about them tracking you with microchips. They don't they don't need to implant a microchip. You got your phone on you the whole time. They could they could track you if they really wanted to.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody's so, not everybody, but everything's so open these days right. with, like, social media anyway. Like, why would you even track me? Can't you just go on my Instagram?
0: <laughs> and see where I am? Yeah, yeah exactly. like, it's really not yeah. that.
1: I don't know. If someone's tracking me, what are right. they going to find out exactly? Like, my Google history? What I don't even understand mm, what they're trying to. Where you are at any credit given. Credit card info? Yeah, are they going to kidnap maybe. me? What are they doing?
0: Uh, don't give anyone ideas, man. I mean, you'll, you'll get a threatening voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> Great call back, tie it right back into that guy. I
1: mean, I'm more afraid of that guy than I am of whoever they is when it comes to the tracking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, some of the stuff that, you know, the te- they say about the tech with TikTok is like getting access to your phone. And I know like Apple's really trying to at least Make it more difficult for you know law enforcement to you know break into people's phone and track track things that way. So there are security concerns, but it's just like how real are they? And I'm sure everything isn't safe, and it's just all the illusion of safety anyway. Uh, you know, I'm sure like our Gmail accounts and everything, someone could just you know just take a peek in. If you work at Google, like oh, what's Matt's email say? But there's just so many accounts too. It's like why would you want to look at? all those emails or any of those emails, unless you have a specific targeted, you know, person you're trying to accomplish. It's all scary to think about. So don't think about it is my advice. (laughs) I mean, it has
1: to be financially driven, right? They have to be trying to get some sort of social security number or credit card information, something like that. I mean, I just can't see why they would want to know. I mean, unless you're talking about real violence where they're trying to like kidnap someone for ransom. I don't understand. Maybe FTs. I, I,
0: This is getting dark. Oh, we're, not we're only end, that, yeah. We're, we're, I, we're continuing our theme of uh, and ending the podcast on downers.
1: I hope I'm not <laughs> foreshadowing anything right now. That's all I'm oh. saying. Oh, yeah. Because then they'll go back and play this clip this of cli- me saying, what am I going to do, get
0: kidnapped? That's what I'm so afraid about with this podcast, is saying something that's just going to be used as a snippet later, like, we see. <laughs> and, and now something's going to happen, and they're going to play that clip, and it's like... <laughs> It's just an endless loop. There will be a conspiracy theory. They knew Eric was
1: in on it. He knew he was part of Matt's kidnapping. That's why he brought it up. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So really, you're to blame for this. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) What else did you have to uh, get into? We've been going for quite some time here. Plus, you know, I don't know if I mentioned it. I don't think I did. I have at least a placeholder on how we might be able to uh, an idea on just how we could start ending episodes. Now we've talked about this because yeah.
0: we don't want to end on the downers. No, we don't want a downer. And like that, let's not make that a running through line. <laughs> <laughs> Which so far, I'm doing pretty good at it. Yeah, so yeah. I'm mad
1: that I can't keep going. But
0: <laughs> Yeah, but having more segment ideas, too. You know, like, uh, you know, we got our one diddle me this uh, segment. So, so maybe a segment to end on. We're just going to talk about how we're going to run the show right now on the podcast, Why the not way, for you guys listening. And again, if you do have feedback and you, you want to tell us what you like and what you don't like about the show, we're on all the social medias, at MindMagicPod, or you can email. I don't think I've ever sent the email other than this episode earlier, at mindovermagicpodcast at gmail.com, and you can you know get in touch with us. And thank you for the
1: notes we've gotten so far. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. And, we appreciate uh, it. We uh, we definitely, if you're listening this far, you've obviously liked the podcast. So if you like the podcast, it does help us out. Tell a friend, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you love the podcast, tell two friends. I think that's, that's a good compromise, right? Yeah. I mean, I do everything in threes. Oh, okay. So tell three friends. If you yeah. adore. I don't have another word that's greater than love.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, that's why we cut it off at three. If you tell any more than <laughs> that, I mean, that's just too much. So let's yeah. not get carried away.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, but yeah. Also, if you have riddles to submit, I think that's an idea too. I we mean, I do have a not, bunch.
1: Yeah, as far as I know, we have not received any riddle submissions, right? No, no. Okay.
0: But I mean, email those. Don't tweet them out so that you know Matt can't see the answers or try to yeah, research please. them beforehand. Please, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Or, uh, or
1: or send them just to me so I know ahead no, of time. No, <laughs> no, that's not how that's not gonna work. <laughs> uh, DM at Matt Franco Magic on Instagram. <laughs>
0: No, I'm gonna track you through that. So.
1: <laughs> You're gonna hack my DM so you can see if anybody's giving me the answers.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, but uh, but I had one more thing to discuss before we wrap up. Um, okay, this is a magic related. I mean, that is in the name of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, here's a, here's an interesting concept. Um, do you have a favorite playing card? Yes, you do. Yeah. Do you think? Well, before I ask what it is, uh, well, actually, just tell me what it is, because that I want to talk about the other part of this. Is this longer. leading
1: to a reveal, or you actually no, just no, want to no, know? No, 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 no. No, I just okay. want to
0: know. Uh, seven of Hearts. Seven of Hearts, and why is yeah. that your favorite?
1: Uh, you know what? I think I really just stole it from my grandma. It's her favorite card.
0: Okay, that's interesting because this ties into what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Do you think most people that aren't magicians have a favorite card? Absolutely not. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's like uh, magicians she does. think about this, and I guess yeah, I was like, your grandma is not actually a ma- magician, but she's magic adjacent, so I'm sure she's thought about it. I mean,
1: Mad- yeah, magic adjacent, which may be the reason she had thought about it. I, I believe mm-hmm. the number seven for her, you know, had like a religious right. tie in hearts because love. I think that that's sure. really where it came from for great.
0: her. that's great. I like that reasoning, but mm-hmm. I've just seen so many magicians, and they ask someone, "Oh, what's your favorite card?" And it's like, why are you expecting just a random person to just have a favorite playing card? I'm Uh, of the idea that people do not have favorite playing cards. What a
1: ridiculous question. I might even be guilty of it. But (laughs) I'm so glad you said it because sometimes we get so stuck in our ways we miss Mm -hmm. really obvious things like that. Um, mm-hmm. What a ridiculous question to ask someone. Do you and have a favorite card so in the deck? No. prevalent
0: in magic. It's like all the time people are like, oh, name your favorite playing card. And then what's happening is they're just deciding on a playing card on the spot, uh, whatever comes to <laughs> mind. Uh, I guess the aid of clubs, and they're like, why? Why is that your favorite? It's like, because you asked me to choose one, and it just happened to come into mind, and I don't know. The clubs sort of look like puppy dog feet, I guess. And you, you, I- really hit,
1: you really hit on something amazing here, because people who don't do magic, Think that the stereotype is a magician saying, Pick a card. No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> Way more prevalent in the actual world of magicians performing is, Do you have a favorite card in the deck? No! Yeah. yeah. All and the l-
0: time. A lot of people will say the Ace of Spades because that's the most prevalent that people see in their minds when they see it. High card. A, it's the know, high, high card. card. It's on, usually printed on like the bicycle packs. and It's the first card you see when you pull out of a, a deck. But it's like, is that really your favorite? (laughs) Just because it's the best and biggest or whatever?
1: Now, I could be... I think it's maybe a poor execution. I could see asking that question Mm -hmm. if... If I'm really just like improvising and I need to do some kind of secret move. And a lot of times asking a question is a good way yeah. to cover that because right. people's brains can only process one thing at a time. So if they're thinking, uh, I don't have a favorite. Even if I know their response, right. if, if, if it's a yes or no question, do you have a favorite card and their answer is no, they still have to think about that for a second before they answer it.
0: Mm-hmm. So at best it's filler at best. Right, but if you're going for that moment of confusion just to do some misdirection, you can ask any ridiculous question, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. What's your favorite I don't... conspiracy theory? <laughs> <laughs> That well, would be an interesting response as you're, so, you know, palming a card off the deck or whatever you're doing.
1: Now, I don't know. Maybe this is like a sly uh, dig at something. Have you seen performances recently in particular that have done this? Or is no, this just no, it's this so, so prevalent?
0: Just, this was just on the top of my mind. I was thinking about things to talk about in magic that I'm just like questioning or, you know, just irk me the wrong way when I hear it sometimes. And that just one that is always stuck in my head is like favorite card. No, I know Penn and Teller have one, but yeah, a, they're magicians, you <laughs> yeah. know, and two, it's just, you know, they have theatrical reasons of why they always choose the three of clubs, so right. it's for clarity, and so you can see it from a far away and instantly know that card. Mm-hmm. You know, if you hold up a picture card, you're like, is that a king? Is it a queen? Is it a, Oh, That's
1: know. another one. You know, regular people don't call them picture cards.
0: Yeah, face cards. They're face cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't think that's just because I'm from Rhode Island. I think everyone says face card, right?
0: yeah I think so yeah.
1: magicians say uh a picture card and uh, mm-hmm. what do they call uh I've heard some weird names for the number cards. I can't remember what they uh, are now
0: value value uh, the
1: value the number <laughs> cards or yeah
0: my uh my friend Ken Weber in his book um argues the point of uh having people name a card and he's saying name a card' he's like cards don't have names they have you know numbers or You know, so that little technicality, if you ask someone to name a card, like Steve, Steve's the name of that card.
1: (laughs) Say, Tell me any card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, choose a
0: card. (laughs) Choose what is better. Yeah.
1: Think of a card. Say a card.
0: Think of your favorite card.
1: (laughs) But name a card. I don't think it's, I'm not sure I agree 100% on that. Um, Mm -hmm. It could be taken the wrong way. Right. Yeah. So maybe there is a more clear way to say it, but I don't think name a card is wrong Mm -hmm. because you could take it the right way also. But uh, yeah, I, I get it. But again, I'm you're very familiar mi- with
0: that. Trying to minimize uh, the clarity of that so that people know what to do in that moment when you're... No,
1: yeah. he's totally right to do that. I'm very familiar with the book. I, I, I've read the book. Maximum maximum Entertainment, I believe it's called. And right?
0: Maximum Entertainment 2.0, which I edited. I
1: think you're mentioned in it, I believe. I think our both yeah, our names are yeah, in yeah, there somewhere. Uh, <laughs> that's the only reason I'm bringing this up, actually. I
0: figured <laughs> no, that. No, no. Not at all. <laughs>
1: Ken's like a director.
0: Has he helped you with your act at all? Uh, Ken always gives me notes when he ever okay. sees me perform. Sometimes, whether I ask for them or not. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, well, that's uh, no. one
1: of his things in the book: is don't give advice unless yeah, no, it's asked no, for. No, so he, he's already breaking
0: his own rule. He knows. He knows that I'm always appreciative of his, his notes. Yeah. And, I, and yeah, he yeah. knows I'll always eventually ask So Right. We right, have a right. shorthand. So sure. Just give me give me notes when he sees me. Yeah. Gotcha. And that's why I'm where I am now.
1: I, I, I'll i <laughs> save it. I'll, I'll save it for next week or the week after. It's so funny. We got so close to one of the topics that I was thinking about bringing up to you, which is, uh, I, we, we won't dive into it, but career advice that you didn't ask for from people oh. not in your field. It's just Let how, me like, think
0: about that. Give me a week to think of it. Though. I will. I'm sure I'll have some good stuff.
1: Because <laughs> I mean, I my whole life, I feel like I've gotten strange career advice from people like unqualified sources that I never asked for any advice at all. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. But I don't think people do that for lawyers. Like, hey, you know, you should really do injury law instead Mm -hmm. of insurance or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I don't think people do that to lawyers or doctors or or teachers, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, my favorite story was um, uh, a a comedian that I saw once was talking about some late night host had just left, you know, or whatever. And their advice from their dad was like, oh, you should go out for that TV spot. You know, the host of the late show or whatever the TV is like, oh, I really didn't think about it. That's that's not how this works. You don't just all bump up. (laughs) You know. Yeah, In the right. Entertainment right. field. It's like, oh, there's an opening. There we go. Everyone shifts up a notch. <laughs> right, right. Yeah.
1: They need to fill five minutes on Kimmel. I'm sure they're going to call. You yeah, know, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like as if you didn't know that show existed, but this person just yeah. tells you oh. you should go. Yeah.
0: Oh, I never thought of hosting a very popular. Uh, <laughs> you know, very lucrative job before. Right, right, right.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the one that the advice uh, a lot of magicians get and, you know, we don't get it anymore or because we've done the show is always like, oh, you should do AGT. <laughs> right. Which you is know? probably
1: the one piece of advice that uh, that I had gotten, which was good, I guess, you know, from, <laughs> from a bunch of unqualified sources, really. Right. But, you know, when people say that, they really are saying it. it's a compliment when they say mm-hmm. that to someone.
0: Right, yeah. It because is. Because they're saying they like you and they think the world will like you. Yeah, right. they,
1: they really do mean that as a compliment. You have um, to
0: interpret, yeah, what's behind it, that advice sometimes.
1: And maybe and, many times it's meant as a compliment. I don't know, but it doesn't mean some of it's not absolutely ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I'll have to think about that and I'll c- get back to you on that. So
1: do you want to hear the idea for ending the show? Yes. Total we'll placeholder. Total placeholder, but I think at least for this week it's good. Okay. Uh, Let me see. I don't know if I wrote down anything for what it is. Uh, Basically, I want to know, because we're in the pandemic, not a lot going on, what you're going to accomplish over the next week, and I'm going to hold you accountable to those goals. Oh, (laughs) boy. And I want to see how far you've gotten when next week comes, and vice versa, two-way street. Mm -hmm. I want to see. I'll tell you what I'm planning on doing and hoping to get done by next Thursday, which is the day we record these as as of now
0: oh, you're putting so, in, you've obviously thought about this i was um, just gonna
1: not really i just i just know the things i'm working on it's it's basically just the two magic projects that i mentioned uh two main stage tricks that i would really like to have uh closer to finalize i'm not even committing to saying they're going to be done one of them i want to have the physical props in my possession not at the mm-hmm. shop anymore
0: mm-hmm. i
1: hope for that to be ready it's a, a trick with balloons and stuff um i hope to have the physical stuff for that in my possession by next thursday i don't know if it'll happen that's one of them and we can check in on where i'm at with that next week and also this uh this routine that uses giant cards um sure i i would How like giant
0: to make are we talking
1: bigger than a jumbo card
0: uh-huh but smaller like, than a human i was <laughs> gonna say
1: smaller than a human <laughs> uh yeah i don't know
0: they're you know sure Yeah, I'm glad you showed us uh, the video on the video for the audio listeners.
1: Right. Well, who knows if this becomes available as a video someday that that they can go back and they can find this because I'm sure it's burning (laughs) a burning question how big these cards are. But uh, working on the presentation for that, so I Mm. hope to make some headway on the routine and the presentation for that. So those are my those are the two things I would really like to make some headway on this week. Do you have anything that you're working on that you would like to be like, all right, here's where I want to get from now in the next seven Mm -hmm. days.
0: Well, I'm going to be working on thinking about bad career advice or unwanted career advice (laughs) since you gave me that homework assignment already. Okay. Uh, for this, uh, no, I haven't really thought, I mean, I had a really busy week last week and I accomplished a lot that I needed to do in terms of some of my editing projects and whatnot. Um, I'm, I'm starting to get into the swing of, uh, the college season picking back up and doing more virtual shows and live shows. I had a live show become a virtual show. That's now back to a live show. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What's the date? Like, like ish. It's coming up in a, in a few weeks. Uh, and it's going to be live. It's going to be live. Where? Yeah. Uh, in New York area. So you don't have to travel. Uh, and well, Drive a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but that, yeah. That's, yeah. You know, yeah, I'm, gonna I'm not going to fly. I'm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been mostly taking a lot of uh, live gigs that are at least, you know, within the states that seem to be a little bit more under control. Mm-hmm. So, like, Northeast mm-hmm. and so forth. But, um, yeah, so I guess I'm going to be working on uh, figuring out how to do my show social distanced uh, and making sure that that's all safe and secure and, you know, there's no liability on my end so that, you know, no one gets sick at the event and everyone's hopefully distanced apart and how i'm gonna work with getting uh participants up on stage and doing and what pieces that can still stay in my show and what i need to adapt uh so that's my main project and then also uh just you know really keep polishing those virtual shows especially as more of those come in and then i'm also finishing uh reading a book i was just reading a book for fun i'm hoping to finish that this week what's the book uh, it's a book I got a lot while ago, but I'm finally opening it up. It's a. <laughs> actually, this is a weird connection to you. Um, is uh, he came to see your show, and I helped out a little bit. It was uh, Simpsons writer, Mike Reese, oh. his wife came great. to see your show and he yeah. wrote a book springfield confidential all about the simpsons and the behind the scenes stuff so and great so i have an autographed copy that's just been sitting on the shelf and i was like i'll get to that when i have time and i have time now so and yeah. then i'm flying through it because i'm such a huge simpsons fan so i'm just you know reading that and learning all about these these fun little stories behind the scenes
1: I'm trying we're signing off, so I'm trying so hard to resist, but I just can't. And I'm gonna say this at the risk of ending on a I'm saying this at the risk of downer? Possibly a sour note. You're gonna (laughs) that. This is the through line we wanted to avoid. No, I don't know. Um (laughs) I I (laughs) So my question for you is because you were talking about virtual shows, college season picking back up. Is there a chance that now that a lot of colleges, some in person, some virtual learning, is sort of stu- the reason colleges have great entertainment budgets, right? Is it uh, helps student retention rate? There are a lot of reasons for having great student programming on your campus. Mm-hmm. Is that one of the first budget cuts when you're not really having a lot of students physically on campus and things like that? Is this something that uh, college performers
0: should be thinking about or worried um, about? I don't know, but also don't give anyone anyone ideas. <laughs> um, no, I think I think there's always going to be a element because it's usually tied into you know sometimes an orientation program or you know mm-hmm. the ac- the student life uh, program uh, you know which is usually the bigger umbrella that you know student activities kind of falls under, and mm-hmm. there there has to be that kind of connection. I know people are just desperate for connecting and getting that sense of community at a college because otherwise it's like, oh, you're just taking courses online. Right. And why is this college different than that college or so forth other than you know who's teaching the course? There has to be some sort of community pride of like, we go to this school, we are students at this particular school. And I think having these live events, whether they be on campus or virtual, help to bring that community together. And that's what really, you know, I customize elements in my show for that specific reason so that even if you can't be on campus, you could do a virtual tour of campus is one of the pieces I'm doing. Or, or you know, or we're using the, the team mascot and logo to help people at least have a common uh, logo or design to rally behind and get behind and show that their school pride. So I think that's really the uh, the importance. And hopefully those people in charge are uh, saying that to the moneymaker deci- decision makers yeah. about like why they're useful. And, you know, I know it is hard for a lot of schools and a lot are struggling. Some have closed and, you know, it's all up in the air. It's all kind of iffy. Uh,
1: yeah, I think guys like you, which there are very few of that have been in the business for a number of years that do a great show, have a lot of uh, do a lot of repeat shows and things like that will be. Uh, it'll all be great, but I think I do think it will affect a good handful of schools that they'll be more discerning in how that programming stuff is spent. So I think it's going to yeah. be—I uh, really do think it'd be tougher uh, than ever for for others that are newer or not don't have the same grasp on it. Right. I think it's a crazy thing. And, I mean, everything's there's just affected.
0: challenges. There's challenges all around and how to deal with all of this. And I mean, mm-hmm. ideally, everyone wants to get back to normal and doing what we you know, love in-person entertainment, having, you know, live events where students can interact and mingle. I mean, but the fact that we can still do it through these video conferences and like we're connecting from New York to Vegas just shows that it is possible and that students, as long as they're willing to jump on these video platforms after probably being in classes on similar platforms all day, if they're not sick of it, can still, you know, have that social element, which I think is super important.
1: Are you guys hearing this? No matter how hard I try to end on a sour note, this guy (laughs) spinning it positive,
0: spinning it positive. You know what they say about me is Diddleman's always a downer. (laughs) (laughs) I like the alliteration. (laughs) Yeah, of course. So. All right, man.
1: Well, I'm holding to you to, to your goals. I'm going to jot them down. So hopefully oh, so that wow. I remember them. And I'm then, well, no, it doesn't mean you, week. it doesn't mean you have to, <laughs> it doesn't mean you have to achieve them. I think it just means we see where we are. I want to know where yeah. you're at in the book and, uh, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And, uh, I'll let mm-hmm. you know where I'm at with balloons and giant cars, smaller than humans, smaller than humans is key. <laughs> all right, all right, man. Great On episode note- four.
0: one month complete. Yeah, one month down, tell your friends, hit us up on the socials if you're not following us already, at MindMagicPod, and email us at mindovermagicpodcast at gmail.com. Do uh, it. That's it for us. See you later. Good morning, good night, good afternoon.
1: See ya. Diddle
0: me this that was the wrong button. <laughs> <is Eric laughs>
1: and I can't and stop it. Yay. Riddles. Okay, for real, this you better not do a riddle for me, and I'm going now. <laughs> Bye-bye.